Welcome to the Post-Traumatic Faith Podcast with Jill Riley. On this podcast, Jill shares stories of living a life of faith and mental illness. Jill is a popular speaker, pastor, and author who speaks from her experience living with complex PTSD, a major depressive disorder, anxiety disorder, and a dissociative disorder. And now, here's your host, Jill Riley. Hi, I'm Jill Riley. Thanks for listening in to Post Traumatic Faith, the podcast devoted to the topics of mental illness and faith. My prayer is that through listening to my experience of what faith looks like after trauma, you might find a little hope and a little joy in your own life. Today's podcast is titled, What About Suicidality? Now, I think suicidality sounds like a made-up word. It sounds like a word that doctors came up with because they just didn't want to actually say the word suicide. But it's actually the thought process that goes into a person's brain, that goes on in a person's brain before they commit suicide or before they commit a suicide attempt. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about this today. It's one of those deep, dark things that we don't talk about. And so I think this is the perfect place on post-traumatic faith to talk about it. So this is what about suicidality? What about suicidality? The doctor said, have you ever been suicidal? In mental health care, this becomes an all too familiar question. But it was the doctor's next words that shook me. His words rattled around my head like marbles in a tin can. With your diagnosis, you will feel that way at least a couple of more times in your lifetime. The doctor was so matter of fact, so decisive, and sounded so sure of himself that it shocked me. I thought, I've already been through this. I survived that. Is it possible that this is what I have to look forward in my life? And it really set me back on my heels. But depression can be a long and lonely journey and a dark, dark place on a continuum where there's no reward or motivation to move forward. In day-to-day life, there are no levels or no achievements or no gold stars on your homework at the end of the day. You just get up every day and you hope that you can make it until the end, the end of the day. You wake up wondering how you're going to get through the entire day when just getting out of bed seems to be unnecessary or unwise or at the very least unappealing. On days like that, on my dark, depressive days, I feel so fragile. I feel that if one thing goes wrong, even a little thing, like my hair is not working, or my shoes are too dirty, or there's too many dishes to do, that I might just shatter or explode or end up in some deep, dark, depressive hole that I can't climb out of. My depression hole feels so deep that when sitting inside, it looks like the light so is so far above me and so out of reach that I can barely even imagine being in the light again. You know, the light at the top of the depression tunnel to me um, just seems to spend all of its currency in its first few feet and, and leaves not enough light to reach the bottom. So it's totally black. But here's the thing, in depression and in suicidality, there are three lies that whisper quietly and insistently to a hurting heart. The three lies are, they will be better off without me, things are never going to change, and I'm going to feel like this forever. Think about that. 
They will be better off without me. Things are never going to change, and I'm going to feel like this forever. The road to suicide is paved with those lies. We aren't supposed to talk about suicide because it is the deepest of the dark secrets to admit that you are so lost and feel so terrible about yourself that you view suicide as a mercy killing on behalf of the relatives and people around you whose lives you are ruining is horrifying. Survivors of this dance of suicide have a huge landscape of emotional scorched earth to try and grow a life out of. It affects you and the people around you forever. And, and especially in the cases where there has been suicide success, generations beyond that generation will be affected by it. I've been there. I've been in that place where suicide did seem like a mercy killing. It did seem like it was a generosity on my behalf to those around me. It's surreal and it's terrifying and disconcerting. But depression is a blinder against all hope. It blocks out all light and confuses the senses. You feel... The confusion of weightlessness, nothingness, being nothing to anybody, and at the same time, feel as if your heart weighs a thousand pounds and it's going to just bust out of you and shatter into pieces. It's to feel the full weight of the world, the responsibility of the world tied to you like a ticking time bomb, and yet know you are powerless to escape it. All the failures and faults of your lives are laid out before you and the verdict is in. It's, it's decided. You mean nothing. You are nothing and you will not be missed. You seem to feel like you have failed to achieve what every other person you know has accomplished, just being a basic good human. A sick brain, a suicidal brain, warps what is the ultimate selfish act into one of sacrifice and surrender. And in the darkness, in the depression hole, there are no acceptable answers. No choice is good. For someone who I respected and someone with the education and experience to tell me that I would be there again is jolting. To have professionals checking up on my mental state, adjudicating my fitness, my mental fitness can be embarrassing. But I go to my appointments and I answer questions and I have accountability people so that in the face of sadness or distress, I don't despair because I have people to hang on to, I have accountability partners, and I choose to hang on to life at every turn. No matter how difficult or useless it seems to me to work hard to find hope and to rely on my faith, it is worth it in the long run, not only for myself, but for my children and those who I know love me, even on the days when I don't feel lovely. I'm lucky that I can see hope around the corner most days, and I'm just afraid of myself on the days where I can't see hope on the horizon. So here's me to you hoping that you can see hope on the horizon today. Thank you for joining me today. Let you and I work together to break down the stigmas around mental illness in the faith communities. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Post Traumatic Faith Podcast with Jill Riley. We encourage you to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You can follow Jill on social media, on Facebook, facebook.com slash jillreilly.author, 
on Instagram at jillreilly.author or on Twitter at jillreillyauthor. You can reach Jill via email, jill at jillreilly.org. Thanks for listening.